to a special edition of the Mash Those Buttons Mashcast. I'm Jared. I'm here with senior editor Rob Hill-Williams. Hello, everybody. And we are also here with uh, staff writer Jessica Weimer, her first podcast appearance. Hey. She's a little scared. Yeah, she's like, she's nervous. But she, it's weird. I, I really thought you've been on a Mashcast before. I'm just saying, you're just a little nervous. It's okay. It's your first podcast. I'm surprised it's your first podcast. I, f- I forgot that you hadn't done one before. Yep. Okay, well, let's, let's move on. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry about that. It's fine. You'll this be is going to be enthralling. It will be. It's it about will. PAX East, everybody. Yes. Is How a, could it not be? PAX East 2012 uh, just happened. Uh, it's We're recording this on a Monday, so we just you know went to PAX East uh this past weekend our you know yearly pilgrimage that we take and uh played some games met some some cool people went to a couple panels and uh, that's what we're going to talk about today uh we're going to talk about the games first the games that we played and what we liked what we didn't like and we're gonna go from there rob is gonna roll through his list first so take it away rob i played this game this game this game this game this game this game okay i'm done no um I started out, uh, actually my, my first game that I actually played at PAX was uh, during the media hour on Friday, uh, I played Rock Band Blitz. Um, I had heard the announcement about the game from Harmonix, uh, but hadn't really like seen anything like or like really read anything aside from just like, oh, they made an announcement of a new game and it's going to be network title. Um, so I was talking to Nick Parsons from Harmonix, and he basically kind of like, you know, explained the game to me a little bit before I played it. Um, it's basically kind of like a high score arcade-ish. Um, it's, it's not about, it's going to be weird for people who've played Rock Band because it's not about mastery of, you know, a single instrument or mastery over all of the instruments or whatever, being perfect at everything you were absolutely going to miss a lot of notes and things. And it's not even important that you do. Um, it's like different tracks, kind of like if you played rock band on PSP or, um, amplitude, I guess it's kind of like the same thing. Um, you, you switch tracks with the triggers and you use the right and left thumbstick to hit the notes and, it, and like that's the controls like the only additional things are when you fire off like little like uh, special abilities like you they have a couple of different special abilities um they have like the overdrive stuff kind of like from the original rock band which triggers when you hit you know the overdrive things um but then they also have like activated abilities where it becomes like really arcadey like they have one that's like uh a pinball basically it like shoots up the lane like up the up the tracks and hits different notes like the different notes that are coming up and gives you points for hitting them. And you can keep like going across tracks to keep bouncing it back up and get you more points, which means like you, you know, you're going to be like missing some notes and stuff like that or jumping around just to do that. Um, or you could, you know, kind of do both if you're that talented, but, uh, it, then it comes back down and there's like a rocket you could fire ahead and it blows up all the notes and gives you all the points for them and stuff. Like it's, it's very like arcadey and fast and well, I wouldn't say fast because, you could still play like all the rock band songs, which is actually the cool part. He, it it's gonna be like a twenty five songs. I think he said to me, um, and but if you had Rock Band three or you had the previous Rock Bands, you get all those songs. And there's no transfer thing like there was with the other Rock Bands where you have to you either pay five dollars or if you had the code or whatever you can transfer. It, like it's automatic. So if it's in your library for Rock Band, like on your on like. If you have your li- your your Rock Band library on your Xbox, it automatically transfers over to Rock Band Blitz. So you have all those songs to play with. So you can kind of just keep your fun going. That's kind of nice, I guess. Like, I don't know. It, it took a little getting used to because I was like, oh, my God, I'm missing notes. Oh, like it's it's so counter like to the feeling of playing Rock Band. But it was fun after I kind of like after I got a hang of the fact that like it was OK to miss them, you know, and it's very social. You can kind of. Like there's like the, the leaderboard stuff. It tells you when you your friends have a higher score than you. You can challenge your friends head to head on certain songs and stuff like that asynchronously. Like I guess the only thing that's maybe like not really an issue, but it's not really multiplayer. Like it's it's really a single player game, which is odd. So I don't know. That's uh, it was it was good. 
Did anybody else play that while they were there? Or I no? did not. Okay. Jess, didn't you play it? Yeah. Um, I didn't really get the point of it. Um, I Rock Band has always been, you know, the game where you play with a bunch of instruments and a bunch of people, and it's like completely goes against that whole point of the game. Vibe. Yeah, it does. Uh, it's uh, like that's the weird thing is like it, it is totally not really Rock Band in a sense. Yeah, I mean, it's not, you're not playing in a band, you're just kind of, like, that's the same reason why, why would I play rock band with four controllers? I would just play with instruments. So it was kind of like, it's fun, I guess, to try to get a high score, but other than that, I don't really see myself, um, you know, much desire to want to play it. Yeah, it doesn't feel like rock band, like, as we know it or have known it, I guess, which is weird. I mean, I guess the way he explained it to me was that, you know, the people like, you know how many how many times now though do we get together and sit around and drink and play rock band anymore you know like how often does that happen maybe that if they kind of a question yeah made a, <laughs> maybe if they made another rock band we would yeah but what are they gonna do they keep releasing songs there's still stuff to play the problem is that you don't really get together and pull your instruments out of the closet and all that stuff like that much anymore like i think we may like personally like i maybe do it once a month maybe and that's not really, it really isn't a lot. Like, I guess what they want to do is give it more legs. Like, basically, kind of the way he was describing it to me is that, like, they still want to have have you be able to, like, do stuff with all your, all the songs and all the stuff that you've bought and not have to pull everything out of the closet. Like, nobody's saying you can't still play rock band. They're still going to be releasing songs. But I don't so know. It's it is a weird, rock though. band game for lazy people. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've seen people who played Rock Band with controllers before. It's really weird, but I mean, I don't know. I think it's an, it's an idea. It's something else. It's, you know, something new for them. And it's not like they're saying, like, oh, we're going to make it like a $60 game. Like, it's just a little network title. So, yeah. It's, I think not, it's, it's not a completely terrible idea. I was just like, well, point. But, all right. Still good. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I don't know. Kind of counter to the idea, but. Um, what else did I play? Uh, uh, after I, I hit WB, WB's booth, um, which there'll be some stuff on the site about, uh, I got to play Mortal Kombat Vita, which I was really impressed by. Um, there's, I can't tell you too much new because it's, it's still Mortal Kombat. It's still the Mortal Kombat that was on the consoles. Like, I mean, visually it's, it's fit for Vita. Like it, it still looks really good, but of course it's not going to look quite as good as the console, but dude, it plays at 60 frames a second all the time. It is the smoothest game I've ever seen on Vita. It is just, it's perfect. Like, there's no no frame loss, no nothing. Like, it's, that. like, they said, like, the guy said, like, we really wanted to hit 60 frames a second, like, constantly, you know, constant. And they did. Like, I played that. I was like, I, my eyes wanted to water. They want to melt from all the, the goodness of how this looks, like, being so smooth. Um, they did add a couple, like, fun little mini games. They have a uh, Test Your Slice which is basically like Fruit Ninja type of game, except it's severed decapitated heads that you're slicing up, that they're like throwing onto the screen, which is funny. But then they also have like, they throw bombs up there that you you have to like not hit. And eventually like they add in more power-ups and stuff. Like if you slice like Sub-Zero's head, like all the heads on screen freeze so you can get them really, you know, like kind of quickly. Um, there's like it's probably like the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I, I thought it was great. I was like, oh, this is. I will probably spend like a ton of time just playing this. <laughs> Better than Fruit Ninja. Well, it's, it's heads. Yeah, exactly. It's Mortal Kombat eyes or combat sized, I guess you could say. But it was fun. Um, they also have like test your balance where you use like the accelerometer, like in the control, like in the Vita, to just like balance the person on the ledge. But then after like the first like tutorial thing, they start throwing heads at you like and hitting you so like the thing moves around so it's not just like oh the balance gets harder to do like it's because like your thing is shifting and you gotta account for it that was interesting and then when your person invariably die or well not invariably because your whole point is to to succeed but i died a lot on that and you get like different animations for them falling into pits and falling into different things and dying each time so like once i fell out and you know fell in like a pit of spikes and another time like i fell down and like 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 rotating blades like cut the body up so it's good it's Mortal Kombat I don't know it was fun um 
I played The Witcher 2 Enhanced, which I played Witcher 2 on PC, and I have to say, like, well, obviously, like, Witcher 2 looks much better on PC than it does on Xbox. Um, it looks very good for Xbox, but if you've played PC and then you play the 360 version, like, I, it makes me want to cry a little bit. But they did, you know, like, add more to the game. Um, if you have the enhanced, if you want to get the enhanced edition and you bought the PC version, like, of the Witcher 2 originally, like, you'll be able to get that. Um, it it's decent. Like, I mean, it plays decently. They adapted the controls really well. Like, there's easier like ways to get to menus now. They they changed the UI a little bit, so it's a little more fit. Uh, they didn't just like, oh, here we're just gonna throw this ponderous menu and stuff at you and let you just navigate through it with the the directional pad and stuff like that. Um, they have an awesome new cutscene, or not cutscene, but like trailer video, which is impressive as all hell and. I don't even know if they have the video released. I think it might have just been a PAX thing. Uh, they may have released it now, but we'll see if we can get that and put that on there for when I write up uh, the thing for the site. I can't even tell you about it. It's just so impressive. <laughs> um, and then I played Lollipop Chainsaw. And Lollipop Chainsaw, unfortunately, like they were really like they had a huge line for it. Even like even though like I was scheduled for them, um, I got in, but it, they didn't let you play for that long. They let you play for a couple minutes. And then, like, boom, you're off the bus. For what I played, it seemed interesting, it seemed good. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It seems like it's got a lot of humor to it. Uh, but, yeah, like, I don't know. Um, like, outside of, like, I just didn't get much time to, to do anything with it. Um, uh, 2K, I played Borderlands 2. It's awesome. It's basically Borderlands, but better. Uh, they only have the two classes playable. The, 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 Salvador, the the Gunzerker, and Maya, the the Siren. Um, I like the Siren though. Uh, she can like phase lock people. Like in in the last game, Lilith could like she like phased out, and it was like a really passive thing. She just kind of like it, it was to get out of combat basically. But in this one, like she phase locks enemies, which like you're basically kind of like a controller like on the battlefield you can you can lock enemies out so that they can't be affected or affect you and that way you can deal with other stuff and you can ramp that ability up in different ways um like the menu even like the the skill menus are really expansive now so that game's just going to be good <laughs> it doesn't it, doesn't, it didn't really surprise me because i'm like oh it's going to be it's going to be borderlands but better um then i played spec ops spec ops I liked it, I guess, well enough, but it seems like kind of like it, it looks very generic. It looks like every other military game you've ever played, except that like the story is more interesting, I guess. Like you, you're in Dubai because you're looking for this guy with a regiment and it, it's basically a convoluted military thing. Like, oh, they're there. They're trying to get refugees out or something. And then they didn't make it out because they got this transmission and it's all ominous and stuff. So you go in and you find out that the the military that was supposed to be taking people out isn't anymore. And then you've got this group of terrorists. And for whatever reason, like the military is basically like not acting as part of like the United States Army anymore. And they're headed up by some like mysterious radio guy who's transmitting over the radio while you're walking through the city and stuff. I don't know. But the, the story still seems decent, despite like the weird, like, oh, so basically they're in this city for no reason and they could have turned around and left when they found out that everything was going wrong. I don't know. It was good, though. Like, as far as gameplay and stuff, it was decent. Um, what else did I play? I didn't play, like, they had XCOM and Civ Five. I didn't play those, um, but it, they were like presentations. XCOM I was really impressed by, though, um, and I didn't expect to be. I guess like from all like the the kind of the issues with like how they were going to do like the one that was like a shooter and I don't know if this is what that has turned into uh, I can't honestly I don't honestly like remember um or if they just were going to do another one that is tactical uh I honestly can't say but it looked like it was very it was a very impressive demo like it's a lot of strategy and it's very much like the old XCOM um but it they just made a ton of improvements to it um graphically like it looks good but it also has like a timeless quality to it like they didn't try and go for like too too much detail like it's a lot of like it's like pretty but it's also kind of plain in a way like it's got like that smooth like textures and stuff like that like they didn't really go for like 
oh, we're gonna like make like all like the the lights and the stuff on the, the you know the the your soldier's armor and stuff really intricate or or anything like it's it's very like solid colors and things like that. Like it's something that like five years from now when like graphics move on like isn't going to look bad. It'll just look, I don't know, not no. bad. Not bad, <laughs> like not dated, so but it'll still be playable. Like, kind of like TF2. Like TF2 still doesn't look like a bad. It doesn't look like a bad game. Um, it, it doesn't. It doesn't have the exact same like graphics, like that kind of quality to them. But it's like that same sort of like we're going to like have quality graphics, but we're not going to like put so much detail into it that like it's going to look laughable like five years from now. You know, like it. It still looks like it still looks very good. It, it looks kind of like that. Um, Civ Five is it, it was Gods and Kings as an expansion, so. It's interesting. It's it, like they they basically fixed a lot of stuff that was wrong in Civ Five, like some exploits and stuff like that, and fixed the tech trees and expanded stuff, and then, um, the, and they have like some new systems in play. Like there's religion now is like another kind of like form that you can. I don't know, like the way they described it, it doesn't sound like another way way you can like have like a victory condition for the game, like the way that there is for like you know science and. Uh, you know, military victories and all that kind of stuff, um, because they they definitely said like by mid game like it loses a lot of its efficient like effectiveness, um, but it's something that very much changes like the the way that the beginning of the game plays. So like it it it's like a new kind of wrinkle to everything. Um, so two K was good. Like it was a good. They had a lot of good stuff they were showing off there. Um, what else did I play? Uh. I hit up um, uh, yeah, Arson Games. Um, they're like an indie dev. Uh, a Valley Without Wind is the the title that they have, and it's basically like a Metroidvania style game, except that it's kind of like randomly generated like continents and like different lands and stuff. So like you're not you don't necessarily play in the same area twice, and there's a lot more like I guess like uh, of player choice involved not so much in like player choice like oh conversation options and stuff but like player choices and like as soon as you're out of the tutorial of the game which is like the one linear part of the game like if you want to you can go right to the bad guy's castle and go face him right off and you know like not necessarily like win the game because the continent keeps like, you open up new continents and stuff but you can just like go right to that guy if you want except that obviously like you're gonna it's gonna be like a nightmare trying to face him but even then like if you try and do other stuff like there's no like you have to go here you have to do this um like there's guidance if you want it but it's very much like you can just you know just wander places and go see different stuff um like your eye there's some places like the whole reason for the title is that the like any area outside of like there's like a like settlement that you start up or whatever I guess through the tutorial. Um, we didn't go all the way through the tutorial because he wanted to show me other stuff. But the you kind of like have like a protected area and you can keep growing that by rescuing NPCs from throughout time. Um, and like, a, but like everything around the settlement is like windy and the wind increases like everything's power. It makes you like your platforming more difficult. Um, and, and like it just generally makes life more like like difficult like playing the game so like definitely those areas you go into and you're just getting murdered and another thing that's interesting is it's permadeath so if a character dies like that character's dead and their ghost actually stays in wherever the place that you died was and you have to face them so they become basically kind of a mini boss in that area for you um but they they didn't make it like a terrible like dark souls thing like okay you die well congratulations start over like you do you keep you keep your equipment and all that kind of stuff um so like you you don't lose like everything but you, there are certain like uh, buffs that you can like have stones that increase your health and mana and stuff like that that those are specific to each character so if you use those up then like those are gone so you kind of have to be kind of mindful of like don't just pump everything to one character and expect them to live forever because they probably won't you know like characters will probably die so it's it was interesting it was a game i didn't expect like i didn't walk into knowing what to expect it's like one of those things where like oh it could be okay and then you walk in the guy's like he's really pa he, the, the developer he was really passionate about it um you know he was really excited about the game he showed me stuff i hadn't seen and like looking at the videos and all the stuff i looked up before packs 
and I walked out like, okay, that that's going to be something that's interesting. Um, graphically, like, I mean, it's indie, so you can only you can only say so much, but like graphically, it could probably look a little better. Definitely. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so I played it too, and I was kind of like. Mm, it's not really pulling me in right now. <laughs> you know? I like the I like the gameplay elements and stuff, but visually, like it is a little bit rough. Like, yeah, I really didn't get into it until I started fighting people. Yeah. That's the thing. When I started, when when I got into the combat of that game, mm-hmm. it actually kind of got me because you know, you, you, games like that, you typically, you know, you go down to the group of enemies, and then you know, you kill, you just kill them off, right. you beat them back with a stick. Not this one. If you go down there. They yep. just they just rape your corpse. Yeah. That's what they do. <laughs> Absolutely, that's like, exactly what they do. Yeah, I like they So it's like strat. Like you can like um, they have like crates and and platforms and stuff. Platforms you can kind of like anchor on the back of like uh, levels. Um, like that they have like background like they visually you, you can see like where you could do it. And like he was explaining to me like oh there's like you know an area where you have like robots in this pit and most people you would you just like like you said they just drop into it and they're like oh okay let's go and they get murdered and they're like oh but you're you know that type of party platform down and then you just you you shoot up you shoot at them from above and stuff so it's it does require more like thought in that respect um but yeah graphics could be better but it's it looks like an interesting game otherwise maybe Hopefully it'll get a graphical upgrade, but I don't think it will. I think that they're nah, more- they're, they're like two weeks out from release. So I'm like, well, maybe next game. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, it was okay. I mean, like, it, I I walked out more interested than I walked into it. So I guess that's something. The uh, interaction with the environment was kind of impressive, though. Like when you're cutting down a tree and stuff. Yeah, like I didn't like when I was running through the tutorial. I was like, oh wait, like I'm shooting fireballs and I'm hitting like the trees, like. <laughs> yeah wood and stuff i'm like oh it's it's almost minecraftian but like it's it really isn't trying to be at all but like you you can interact with the environment in unexpected ways um like certain other things like he didn't want there to be uh like have to you have to go to a wiki to understand how to play the game or something so they have what they call like the big honking encyclopedia which is like basically like an entire resource that tells you everything that you might want to know without having to leave the game but you can only you only look at it if you want to if right. you want to just discover it or you just, you know, you don't need it because you, you understand it, you're good. So it's interesting. Um, I, I think that was like my major theme of PAX was like in, there was like indie games that it, like or games impressing me more than I thought they would in a way. Like it, I saw um, uh, Space Time Force and that game is like my game of PAX. Um, it's by Capy, Capybara Games or Cappy Games. Yeah. And it's like Contra Gunstar Heroes mixed with like time travel and like it's really lo-fi like pixel art, but it looks really good though. Like it it, it has like a high quality. Um, it's <laughs> I, I was just enamored with the game when I first saw it and that didn't really change like I basically what happens is like it, it's totally tongue-in-cheek and like like funny like the the commodore who's like your i guess like your overseer he's like this guy like they they have like him talking in the background like in the beginning of the, the, the level as like a hologram talking to you kind of like i don't know kind of like dr light talks to like mega man or whatever and it's just like mouth moving like old style 80s type of thing with the dialogue but he's got two eye patches like crossed over his head and he's his entire uniform has medals on it (laughs) (laughs) i I just i thought that was really great yeah it was was just funny um and they have like they only have three characters but you, you can rescue other characters as you go along from like situations and then you can use them um they only showed one which was like a like the bomber or boomer which was like uses like a rocket launcher and stuff but they have um like three different classes like they even have like one character uses a shield actually and it can like reflect bullets and stuff like that and has like kind of like a shield bash charge type of thing um they have like a grunt which plays almost like plays almost exactly like if you were playing the contra like the initial like oh you can shoot you know run around and shoot like you know regular bullets and stuff like in kind of machine gun style 
and then they have like a, a sniper which can like bounce shots off of walls and if you charge up their shot like it goes through like straight through walls so you can hit enemies that are like kind of hiding and stuff like that um all the classes have like a charge up thing like the grunt the the, the basic style guy is like a, a three-way split shot um so like it it was good but like when you die in the game you start off with like 28 lives or something you rewind back to the beginning and then you keep going you can like go forward from there but if you say like say the enemy that killed your first character like if you kill that enemy with like you're going back through because it, you you died and you rewinded back to the beginning you go through and you kill that enemy you can actually save the other character and keep going with the character that you're using so that like next time say that character dies you can rewind and you can go back to the other character that you saved but it also gets you your life back so like the other it, it can get really like you could have like a lot of instances basically of like characters that you've like kind of like gone back saved gone back like it, it's really interesting in that way but the other thing about it is that any character that was that you played before but you died and had to go back that character can when you're running around like before that character dies all of their bullets and everything are still alive they they still shoot the they could still kill enemies like if they killed an enemy they'll still kill that enemy but at the same time that they killed it originally so if you go run through it faster because oh i know what's happening now like you're still gonna have to either jump that enemy or kill that enemy or whatever but like you can kind of like maybe hang back like if you get like far enough into a, a, a level like killing bosses like a lot of that comes into play so like if you run in with a shield guy you can reflect some bullets and then maybe when you come through with your if you die and then come through with your next person you can kind of hide behind him while he's reflecting those bullets and shoot the enemy and stuff like that like there's like some strategy and like it's it is kind of it's really impressive like how much is like thought was in that game and apparently that all came from one weekend at the toronto indie game jam and that's where that idea came from, and then they just kind of ran with it after that was over. So, uh, some impressive stuff. Uh, does anybody else want to go? I feel like I'm talking a lot. Somebody else, like, throwing some games. I don't know. Anybody? Jess, you go. Um, one of the first booths I visited was uh, Reverb, and uh, the first, I guess, game I checked out was Black Knight Sword, which is kind of like a side-scrolling um, game. You're a guy with a sword, and you just beat up some weird looking creatures and is it like action gamey or is it like platformer type it's of? more of a platformer than action like okay. enemies aren't really flying at you um you know rapidly or anything you're not you know in a rush to beat them up you have to get to the other side of the level pretty much so um you can you have this spirit thing that you can send out and it'll activate like some of the blocks to get you to a higher part of the level. Um, that feature kind of messed up during me playing, but I assume that it's going to be fixed by the time the game's out. Um, other than that, it's kind of, it was kind of slow in between like it was kind of slow in between cutscenes. Like I was like, what's happening? Is anything gonna ha anything gonna happen? Like there was oh, a like, light. You mean like like loading slow, or was it like the cutscenes were kind of like okay, let me get back to like killing guys or something? Well, like the beginning of it, it was kind of like a red curtain for a while and some text at the bottom. Okay, so I don't it was know like if there was any sounds slowly. happening. I assume uh -huh. it has something to do with loading, um, but it was kind of really boring to just look at. The game, I thought the graphics of the game were pretty cool, though. Like, as you walk through the level, they kind of um, draw in, but not like, you know, not like draw distance. It's just, yeah, they, they're they kind of like, in, right? yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know, kind of pop-up book looking. Um, You remember the old game Comic Zone? Yes. Is it kind of like that where they, you literally, it's kind of like they just draw it in really quickly as you walk, as you walk into the, the thing? It's really similar, but it kind of looks okay. more like a, I don't know, I would describe it as kind of like a, almost like a pop-up book. It's like things are coming like, I don't know, popping up as you're playing. Kind of okay. the like same It's like idea. an actual visual style. Yeah, I got you. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I The next game I played was Girl Fight. And what to say about that game? That game was trash. 
That game is just, you know, it's the only point of the game is just having some skanky looking girls fight each other. That is the only point of the game. I haven't even played it. That's all I can get from it. <laughs> I, I just no saw plot. like video I mean, pictures. Maybe there's a plot. Like, oh. I even like gave it Supposedly the benefit of the doubt though. Like, I gave it the benefit of the doubt. I went to play it and even the mechanics of the game itself were like, meh. I tried doing different types of grabs, different types of moves, and it was nothing. I was just girls like, you know, slapping each other around. You would yeah, think I mean, they try to make it sound too. sound a lot cooler than it was. Like, oh, these girls, they're trying to, you know, fight each other for some cause. No, it's just... Yeah, I think the story's supposed to be that they're all, like, physicists and scientists and stuff like that, but, like, they're fighting in their minds or something because some cor- corporation kidnaps them. I'm like, why would some physicists be fighting, like, in, like hooker outfit like a like a hooker wear like yeah. i don't get it and even like um the 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 poster for it or the the box cover or whatever it is even that is like um it's two girls like almost kissing each other yeah they're <laughs> like they're like inches away from each other's face and it's just it's just a lot like it i don't know I didn't play it because I'm like, I don't want to play it. Like, I can't imagine that it's going to be good. And I'm glad I didn't after hearing you two talk about it. Yeah, kind of a waste of time. I wouldn't. I, I don't even think we're going to request a review copy of it. Um, because it really, like, I, I gave it the benefit of the doubt. Like, who knows? It could have been a sleeper. You know, a sleeper hit. You know, Yeah, I feel, I feel like it wants to be DOA, but, like, won't. Yeah, it's not even the one thing. Even though, like the game itself, I mean, graphically, I mean, it's it's this generation, but it's just not that great. But the one thing that was like definitely overstated were like the breast physics. Like, oh, you mean like overstated like in the game? In the game, like any movement you fucking make, um, the breast physics were like they were just like popping up and down as you like inched forward, (laughs) (laughs) just like Jesus Christ. So yeah, it was um, <laughs> it was uh not impressive at all. I wasn't. Imp- so yeah, during our little talk about breast physics, there, uh, Jess dropped off and we can't get her. We couldn't get her back on Skype, so we actually phoned her in. Say hi, Jess. Hi on the phone. <laughs> all right. So go ahead and continue with your list. Um, alright, uh, the last game I checked out at Reverb was, uh, Double Dragon Neon. Um, it's pretty much the exact same game that it, that it's based on. There's really nothing different about it other than it, you know, looks a lot cooler. Um, it's still, it's still a two-player side-scrolling game for the most part. Um, it's just moved really slow. Uh, the only explanation I got that for that was that it was one of the first builds of the game, so I really hope it's not that slow because I get bored just sitting there waiting for an enemy to pop up on screen. Yeah, it looked slow. (laughs) Like, when I walked by, like, watching people play, I'm like, that looks interesting, but they are moving really, really slow. Like, I don't know. Yeah, if there's an enemy, like, somewhere else that you missed, and he's, like, like, off screen or in the corner of the screen... You won't progress unless you kill an enemy, but you don't know, always know that the enemy is there because they're in the corner of the screen. Right, they don't come after so, you like in the old game. Yeah, they they they're kind of dumb. I don't know. There's they didn't actually know you were there, and then sometimes I don't know if it has something to do with the graphics or not. Um, they sometimes like if you hit them, you would you know miss them. I guess if you're not on the exact same, like, angle that you're supposed to be, you would just completely miss them. So it was kind of a pain to try to actually hit people with stuff, especially because the things you, you can pick up stuff in the game like you could before and throw it. And you're just whiffing so guys. You're not on the, so if you're not on the same exact, like, I guess, plane, you, you won't hit them. It'll just go right past them. That sounds like an early build because it's like collision detection sounds pretty bad and slowness and stuff. Yeah, sometimes sometimes a build can be so early that you really shouldn't even be displaying it. 
You know? I mean, it looked really cool, like visually, but that's about it. Oh, yeah, because it's like it's like reskinned. It's like it's still the way that like, it's still the same aspect, like as far as the side scrolling and you know two person, but it's like kind of like three D modeled, but in like a two D well, not exactly two D plane, but yeah, I don't know. It did look cool, but from what you're saying, it doesn't sound cool to play right now. <laughs> yes, it's just way too slow, like to hold my attention. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go play girl fight you know i don't like that game <laughs> so that was uh pretty much it for uh reverbs booth um uh, i played a few uh few squares games um i guess one of the first ones i well it wasn't really a playthrough it was more like watching someone play through but it was still pretty cool anyway it was um hitman absolution um, you can either go through the game like really stealthy, like I guess Hitman is, you know, known for, or well, you can just more professional. That's what you would consider in a, in a game like Hitman. Like nobody's supposed to know the Hitman is there. That's the whole thing. Yeah, like like just you would think they're trying to sneak around and not get caught because I know in the older games that just didn't fly. Like, you couldn't just walk in and start, you know, attacking people. It wouldn't really end well for you. Um, this game, you can do either. Um, you can either sneak around and kill them stealthily and hide their bodies, and you'll never, you could never get caught, or you could just go around and, you know, hit people in the head with axes and make them angry. So, I like that there was a choice, because... I don't know. I don't like sneaking around. I like just kind of attacking people with axes. Yeah. In my opinion, that means you shouldn't be playing Hitman. Yeah. That's kind of like, you know, trying to do the same thing in Metal Gear. You know, running around, shooting everybody. But that, hey, that's just me. Oh, well, yeah. But that's a, that's what they, I guess that's what they figured after a while. I mean, what was it? Uh, by the time they got to the Hitman on PS3 and 360... It was kind of like, oh, yeah, you can play either way. And I'm like, this is so weird. But I guess I understand why, because so many people are so used to the action-oriented thing, and they were probably losing people, I guess. Yeah. Losing a fan base. Well, I mean, if you just take on a bunch of people, you'll still die. You know, right. Like, you, it's you, not, you're not like an action yeah. hero movie yeah. star. Yeah. Like, you can go around and just kill a whole bunch of people, but like that's like one or two guys maybe like the thing with the axe when i saw it um you know he gets the guy I mean, that's one thing about hitman this one in another hitman you can you know you can do shootouts and stuff like that like, you can shoot at people but it really wasn't that serious like in this one like it's visceral like if you choose to melee somebody with the axe like when he hits the guy in the head with the axe cause i saw it at a panel the entire crowd's like oh because like it's stuck in his head and you have the kick him off of the axe, and then he turned around and threw the axe at another guy. But, you know, if he goes into a room with a bunch of guys, just shooting or, or, and stuff like that probably won't work. There is a, uh, like, a, you were, like uh, did you guys play, you, both of you played Red Dead, right? Yeah, I played Red Dead. I, I played a little bit, yeah. But Deadeye, like, there's kind of like a Deadeye thing, but it's a little bit enhanced. Uh, you know, you can choose the points you can choose the points on the body that you want to hit, and oh. then when you release it, it'll hit it. But and but now it it takes it a step further because, you know, with Dead Eye, it would just do it like it would just do it and it'll be over. But with this, it turns it into like a cinematic scene. So the camera angles are switching depending on what direction he's shooting in and where he's shooting and all types of stuff. So it's it was it's more cinematic. I enjoyed it. That's weird. They didn't show that feature before at all, did they? Or oh, is that like new? I don't think so. I don't think they showed that feature before. So lots of slow motion stuff. Like if you kill a bunch of enemies with an explosive, like as their bodies fly through the air, it'll be slow motion. Like the last guy you kill, like when they showed that cinematic scene, that was in slow motion. So yeah, Hitman definitely. Uh, you can go either way, but still, I can imagine in a lot of parts where you still need to be stealthy. Yeah, it's probably easier on you in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like it was. It would be a lot more challenging to play it through just, 
you know, running through the levels and just killing everyone that way. Um, I just like kind of hitting with people with axes. That's just me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that's, that's it. No big deal. Um, I also played, um, it was a Final Fantasy, um, I can't even pronounce the end of the name. I think it's theater rhythm. I think that's like the the way that they say it or the rhythmic. I don't know which one is correct. Yeah, it's it was it was actually a cool concept. I mean it's it's just a rhythm game. You're going through like I guess it was essentially a lot of the soundtracks for um older games. I think what I what I played was uh Final Fantasy Sevens, like the soundtrack for the game. I you have to basically uh get through get through the whole song with um like either tapping your screen or swiping in a certain direction um or holding down the uh on the screen and then releasing and you know you get a high score for it and everything. I guess it could it could probably get boring, but it was kind of a neat little game. I don't know. I I, I think that the whole point is like you really have to like Final Fantasy for that. I guess because like one of my friends, I, I didn't play it personally, but one of my friends played it, and he was like, the whole reason he even like I he enjoyed it was like his like I played like the uh, what was it the the ending theme for like nine, and then he played the the opera scene for six, and he was like, I gotta tell myself I'm not gonna cry. I gotta tell myself I'm not gonna cry because you know it's I guess it's just like you know it's kind of like a like a a, a nostalgia thing, but. You don't have to actually play it now. You could just kind of do like the music thing and rem- and see the cutscenes and all that stuff. So yeah, I, guess I mean, it's like it a was trip down memory lane. It wasn't really that big of a deal to me. I've only played like one Final Fantasy game. Um, don't like dive shock there, but I've only played one. And but you played one, so, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so it was so it was just kind of like, and this is kind of cool, but I really wouldn't recognize probably most of the game's music but I could see where fans would really like it if they are you know all about the music in the games um that was it for Square what about Kingdom Hearts oh yeah Kingdom Hearts well oh that sounds unimpressed <laughs> yeah I know like... I was um I don't like the direction in which the series has gone I don't I just don't enjoy the games as much as I did with the first couple of Kingdom Hearts. So is it because they're on like well this this was 3ds now the 3D? It's like, yeah that's that's part of it. I just think like they've done really most of what they could do in this with the story. Um, I think they're running out of Disney characters. That's because they used them all up for these things. Yeah. Um, so I, I just wasn't really impressed by it. Um, I like I almost feel like I might not really even play it when it comes out. Um, well, what exactly did you see? Because this is the, supposed to be the one kind of like Chain of Memories chain. You know, it connects you from Kingdom Hearts 1 to Kingdom Hearts 2. This one is supposed to connect you from Kingdom Hearts 2 to Kingdom Hearts 3. They give you like a particular like storyline or anything, or was it just like, here's like a tutorial level, go play that or something? It was it was pretty much mostly a tutorial level. Um, there wasn't like I didn't have that much time to play it, so I kind of got like basically not much story and all just really how the game mechanics are going to work, so I didn't is really it, get to see much. Is it anything decent? Are they going to use that, like, second circle pad thing, or is it just going to be... It's, yeah, it's compatible with it, but, like, they, like, I didn't... The demo didn't allow me right. to use it, so... Yeah. Um, it, it's probably really going to be much better with it, because I, I don't really like the, using the touchscreen um, for combat, so... Oh, that's okay. I didn't know if it was like you really kind of use the buttons, but I know without having a second pad, that's going to be kind of hard to use the face buttons for stuff. Yeah, the game, like it, most of the, a lot of the combat uses the touchscreen, and I don't really. 
all of the combat? Not not all of it. Oh, okay. Enough of it where I just, I'm not really happy about it because I like using the buttons. I don't know. Maybe the DS is not the system for me because I just like, I like using the buttons when I fight. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they managed to work it out for a PSB for Birth by Sleep, so I can't imagine that, like, well, I don't know, maybe it's just the direction they went in, like, oh, we have a touchscreen, we have to use it. So, I didn't play yeah, it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the Kingdom Hearts on the PSP. I don't I don't like when they try to use the touchscreen too much. I think it takes away from the game. But, I mean, I'm, maybe other people will enjoy it more than I did. Uh, other than that, um, I played, uh, this indie game called, um, Monaco. It's basically a top-down, um, more stealthy type of game. You have to try to get through, get through the level without being detected. You can get detected by, um, by each enemy, but then you have to run away from them, and it usually doesn't end, end up too well if there's more than one enemy chasing you. Um, it's... What I played was the two-player co-op, but there's um, it's apparently up to four players. Um, it just like it, it was a little. Your character on the screen is really tiny, so it's kind of hard to see what's going on because everything is supposed to be like a dark maze-like atmosphere. You have um, you basically have like your field of vision is lit up, but you can only see what's in front of you. You can't see really what's around you. There's stuff lit up on the screen, but not like any of the structures in the game that, you know, the key structures you need to find. And the enemies aren't lit up either. So, yeah, like what I saw, like if you were like around a corner, but like there were corridors like in you know to your side or something, but there's a like a like a you you hadn't crossed the corner to your left, you would see like the field of vision would show like the corridors to your right, but it would you could only see like a little bit around the corner you know like but when you moved around the corner then it would show that whole hallway it's it's hard to explain like it, your people really have to see it but like it it kind of like is like a field of vision that's spread out but it's affected by walls and stuff like that like around yeah, your character kind of like a flashlight i guess um if you have a flashlight some what's directly in front of you would be lit up only like kind of the beam of that and then a little bit of the edge of I guess what the light's bouncing off of, but it's not completely that clear. Um, and then there's different, different like the characters can do different things better than the others. Like the one character um, is really good at opening locks fast, because a lot of the rooms are locked. Um, another character can heal faster than other characters because you will take a lot of damage in the game when you know you get detected. If you don't get detected at all, that's fine, but, you know, you probably will since you can't see anything in the game other than what's in front of you. Right, you can um, only and, see enemies if you, like, walk walk up on them or they're, like, in that, that field of vision type of thing. So sometimes yeah. they can see you off of your field of vision. Yeah, and the whole the whole game is, like, you're, you're basically a thief and you have to... The levels I played through, you pretty much had to sneak out of like a jailbreak type of scenario and then you had to go steal a trophy and then go back through what you had already played in the previous level uh, because you're trying to escape with the trophy now. So it was a pretty cool little game. I wish uh, I wish like what you were seeing was a little bigger because like everything's very tiny on the screen. I guess you have a, if you have a big TV that, you know, gets rid of that problem. But what I played on was kind of like I couldn't see very much of what was going on. Um, what what platforms is it? Because I I didn't I didn't really catch that when I like saw any of it. I'm like, is it like going to sure, be on PC or consoles? I'm pretty sure they said um, they said it was going to be on Xbox. Okay. Um, they didn't say. I don't think it's not a PC game. I don't think. I can't be completely sure. Um, the controllers I was playing with were Xbox controllers. Right, but you oh, can I also got. hook them up to a PC, so. Yeah, so it could be a PC game. I know that um, they either said one or the other. Either 
if it was a PC and they said it was going to be on Xbox or if it was an Xbox, they said it was going to be on PC. They didn't say anything about PlayStation. So boo hoo! That, that makes me sad. <laughs> um. Well, if you like the game, I guess. I thought I thought it was okay. I don't really like too much too many um top down games, but it was all right. Um. Other than that, uh, one of the basically my favorite game of the show was um this platforming game called Vessel. Um, it's kind of like a puzzleish platformer. You have to get through, you know, the level, of course. I just like the concept of it. Um, you basically you're you're playing with different liquids in the game. Um, the demo had uh, water and lava. Um, obviously lava is dangerous to the character, but you have to work with it in order to, um, get through the puzzles, puzzles of the level. Um, you have to, you basically have to create these, uh, creatures out of whatever liquid you have on hand. Um, by, uh, there's, there's these things you can carry around with you and like drop at will, which are seeds and they basically, um, you, a creature turns into is basically is formed from whatever you drop the seed into, um, and it could be lava or water. Um, um, some of the puzzles were a lot easier than they looked, but you just had to. It required a lot of thinking to get through it. There's um, not really any tutorials in the game, which I kind of preferred because I feel like a lot of games today kind of hold your hand on that. Um, and he did say uh, that there would be other liquids when the game came out, like, um, you know, different chemicals and whatnot. Um, like two colored chemicals, apparently, that when they come together, they explode and and everything. Um, and also that, you know, that you're supposed to be the inventor of these creatures and you have to get through the puzzles with... Um, with making these creatures, but some of the creatures um, are a lot smarter than others, and you know they can turn against you. So I thought it was a pretty cool concept for a game. Okay, yeah, I played that too. I thought it was really good. Um, I, I saw it when it first, you know, when it first came out. And actually, they were doing a Steam sale this weekend. I should probably should have picked it up then. I kept on forgetting to pick it up, but uh, I did. I really enjoyed the, the type of puzzles. Um, that were in the game. Also, well, the developer, he was right there. A really cool guy. You get to talk to him, um, you know, while you're playing. But uh, he was talking about, you know, some of the uh, the false stuff he'll put into the different puzzles to make you think, well, maybe, you know, I'm supposed to use this, but you're really not supposed to. Like, there was one puzzle where um, lava was shooting out of these, like, these uh, tubes, let's say. Uh, and, or, say, these funnels. The lava was spitting out of these funnels. And, you know, he put, like, the, a, a water pipe there so you can, you know, use the seed to form, make, a, like, a water creature. And, you know, I did that first. And then when you, your creature goes down to where... Because it, it, it'll automatically move to wherever the objective is once it's created. So it had to jump into these three funnels. And it would jump into the first funnel, lose half the water, jump into the second funnel, die... And then I, I just, you know, I, I took a seed and I dropped it into the lava, and that's how I figured out that you can make seeds out of lava. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, I put the shower there specifically to make it seem like you had to use it. And then there's other puzzles where, you know, because the, the water or whatever liquid it is is automatically drawn to the seed. So you may not necessarily be able to get the seed to the water, but the thing is, like, uh, there was this one puzzle that had water, it, like it was a brick wall, some pipes, and, you know, dripping the water, and then another brick wall. And you had to use the seed, you know, because you couldn't get the uh, the water from where you were. You had to use a seed to draw the water to the wall and pretty much guide where it was supposed to go. So it made it all the way down because there was a blockage. And so it made it all the way down, and you could take another seed and, you know, turn it into a water creature. So it was really good. I'm probably going to pick it up, put it on my Steam backlog. Yeah, um... He said he was planning on um, bringing it out to Xbox, which like the Xbox Live Arcade, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, I just liked 
I liked how some of the puzzles, like you said, were probably extremely easy, but you wouldn't even think of that because he put, like, tricks in the game to make you think you should do something else. So um, the, what, the first puzzle with the lava, like, pipes, like, you have to make a lava monster out. I actually had trouble with that one because um, at first I tried to hold the seed while the lava was coming up to it and, like, it would kill my character. Oh, no. These are the problems I had. And then, but he said that was his uh, favorite puzzle of the game because of, you know, it was actually extremely simple. Yeah, and people, uh-huh. he said people just usually take and get it, so. Yeah, yeah I watched, make it more complicated watched, than it is. <laughs> I watched, like, probably in the time I was there, other than playing, like, probably 10 people fall for the same trap, like, thinking that you had to make a water character first. Right. All right. Anything else you see that you want to talk about? Um, yeah, I played uh, the game uh, Dust and Elysian Tale. Uh, basically, I don't know. It's a, it's a side-scrolling game. Um, I like the I like the art style of it. I don't know. It's a little, I guess, a little cutesy. There's a you have a little character following you around, and he kind of looks like a. Uh, Tales from Sonic. Well, at least that's what I thought it looked like. Um, and basically, you're beating up stuff. Actually, and, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jess. Yeah, well, that's that's what I got from it anyway. That you're just like it's another. It's a basically a game in which you have to kill the characters with your sword. Um, you have like this like whirlwind. I guess it's. Dust, a dust storm or something um, that you can, but you have to get up like a certain, you know, chain of attacks. I really like the art style of it, um, which really stood out. When I talked to the developer of that game, and he says, "Yeah, you know, this we showed this part, which is a, uh, uh, you know, it was pretty much just all it was a, it was action. It was like it was all just a whole bunch of action." But he says the game was actually. An RPG. <laughs> when he talked to me, he's like, yeah, the game's actually an RPG. We're just showing this part, you know, this stuff for demo, which I'm assuming the bulk of the game is like that. But yeah, according to him, it has lots of RPG elements. Um, lots of different combinations you can do. Like, you could just do the, uh, you know, just use the sword to beat people up, or uh, the little tails looking thing, which I can't remember the name of. It it shot these, like, these, like, I guess water, they kind of looked like water, but, you know, this, he shot this projectile, so you could do that, you could use the whirlwind on the ground, and when you do that, it just, like, he spins his sword, and it creates, like, a, you know, a whirlwind, and uh, if enemies are close, they get hit, and the combo chain goes up, but if you use the projectiles, like, if you shoot the projectiles out first, and then do the whirlwind, it starts to whirlwind the projectile, so you get even more damage on the enemies as you do that. And then you can actually, if you want to, like if you do whirlwind in the air, it's a little different because it, it kind of air dashes around places. But at the same time, he pulls enemies with him and other objects. Like you can, these 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 like uh, explosive fruits, where you can pull them off of like their branches and pull them with you. So, like, you know, I'd, like, do the whirlwind, pull some enemies into the air, put, go up into the air with the whirlwind using, like, the projectiles, too. So now it's me, enemies, projectiles, and whirlwind, and whirlwind past these exploding fruits, and then, like, just make it all explode together. It's, like, really cool. Like, the, the game itself. Actually, the music is done by Hyperduck Soundworks, which I thought was pretty cool. For those who don't know, they're the ones who do the MASHCast theme. But, um... Yeah, it was it was a really cool game. I'm look, really looking forward to it coming out. Yeah, and um, that pretty much uh, sums up all the notable stuff that I played. Okay, uh, I guess it's my turn. Um, let's start. The first thing I saw. Hey guys, this concludes part one of our PAX East 2012 Special Edition Mashcast. Uh, we'll be releasing part two tomorrow, so you can check us out on SoundCloud or MashlessButtons.com to check that out tomorrow. All right, see you then.